It's 842, 43 degrees, touch of gray there with the Grateful Dead. And just like that, the touch of gray that was outside with the fog is starting to burn off. It's amazing how quickly that happens. We turn now to the one and only Mr. Pete Callender from the PeteCallenderShow.com. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Mark. I am doing well. And uh, just for the record, I, too, have a touch of gray. Lots, actually, more than a touch. <laughs> I don't have anything to turn gray. It's all fallen out, so mine's kind of gone the other direction. Yeah, it's one of the but, worst uh, things. Touch of gray, one of their only radio hits, and yeah. uh, it gets such a lot of uh, uh, negativity from a lot of deadheads right. because of it, but it's such a good song. I mean, it's okay that, like, one out of their thousand made it to the radio like that. That's okay. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it's the only one that went to the top 10 if i'm not mistaken yeah what uh trucking and casey jones like come on guys right. yeah such great stuff um so I, we, I wanted to talk about the barrett hearings this morning but uh we i've been preempted uh, because there is video from last night on uh, the wolf blitzer show with nancy pelosi that listen i think if we can all agree on one thing cnn is not a pro-conservative, pro-Republican, or pro-Trump network. I think we can all pretty much agree on that. Yeah, can you imagine However, Imagine being of the mindset that they're apologists? Yeah. Right, yes. Apologists for the Republican Party. However, last night, uh, Nancy Pelosi absolutely went nuclear on Wolf Blitzer. And uh, you watched the video, Pete. I Essentially have. what she said was, they are the CNN is nothing but an apologist for the Republican Party and their position. Yeah, she dismisses Congressman Ro Khanna. She dismisses the uh, presidential candidate Andrew Yang. Uh, you know they're not negotiating this because essentially Wolf Blitzer was pressing her on this question of look, Americans are right now. He said they're being evicted from their homes. They can't pay their rent. They're waiting in food lines. Uh, can you look them in the eye and explain why you don't want to accept the president's latest stimulus offer, which I don't think it's a stimulus. I think it's a relief package, but uh, it's like $1.8 trillion or something. And she just had a meltdown and started accusing him of not knowing what he's talking about, which, fair enough, it's Wolf Blitzer. So, um, I mean, like, I'm not going to pick between these two sides. I'm just rooting for injuries in this fight. That's all. I'm, right. I'm not right. pulling for either side. It's just it really is amazing to see what happens when a Democratic leader is actually pressed by a member of the media she she just like i was shocked at her inability to formulate sort of a non-personal attack answer to him yeah it uh it came off that and look the 1.8 trillion dollar package is not all that far off from what the the 2.2 trillion dollar package right. that she was offering uh mainly the 1.8 trillion dollar package doesn't have uh, the stripping out of voter ID laws in it, which I don't understand what the hell that had to do with anything to begin with and why it would have been in the coronavirus relief package, but hey, that's just me. Um, well, that's the tell. Just, that was the tell, right? right the fact that you right. would put this mandatory repeal of voter ID laws into a COVID relief package is the tell that what the House was doing wasn't about COVID relief. It was about a whole bunch of other things. And she put those poison pills in there in order to make this case that Trump doesn't care about the American people. And he's not he and the Republicans are not uh, passing relief for the American people. And now this also dovetails into the uh, the confirmation hearings for Amy Coney Barrett, because they're arguing that uh, she's going to you know repeal Obamacare and like they just keep bringing out all of these anecdotes and these stories of all these people that are on Obamacare. And like the the really 
the really duplicitous act here is the fact that even if Barrett gets confirmed and even if this case goes to her and she gets to be uh, one of the justices that decides this case, it actually does not matter. Her appointment doesn't actually matter in this case because even if you assume it's a 4-4 split, which everybody kind of does, then the lower court ruling stands and the Obamacare uh, 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 case, it gets scrapped anyway. It goes to the lower court ruling, and so it's undone. So let's say she does get appointed. She votes with the four conservative justices, and then the same result occurs. There's there's right. no difference here. Yeah, and I, and I think the big thing, and the, the result that most people are turning to right now, is they're saying that the Supreme Court is likely to send it back down to another court to see if there's any severability there in the part that is unconstitutional and the rest of the bill. Like, they're not going to, they don't generally throw out the baby and the bathwater together, right? That's essentially what's happening here. And that's essentially what a lot of people are saying, that that's likely the way the Supreme Court would handle it. Uh, whether that happens, we don't know. But I think it is certainly disingenuous to say that she's going to rule in one way or another. Right. The, um, and, and the problem here also goes back to the initial Supreme Court ruling on this case, which came from John Roberts, right? This was the problem with Roberts' rationale almost a decade ago when he wrote this opinion and, and went with the, the liberal justices, was that you called this thing, you know, the mandate is a tax, which was something that the government had explicitly argued it was not in the case. Um, but then Roberts then rewrites the law, essentially, says it is a tax, therefore it's allowed. Well, when Congress gets, uh, uh, when the Republicans take over Congress, they then take that tax down to zero. They put the mandate to zero. And when that happens, now... It's no longer operable. So like, he, right. he was undone by his own ruling. If, if the Affordable Care Act falls, it's because it was unconstitutional in the first place, not because of Amy Coney Barrett. There we go. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, folks, the PeteCallenderShow.com. That's the website that you want to go to. Get signed up for the podcast. It happens every single day. You can also catch it here at midnight if you happen to be a night owl. Uh, we replay the uh, every, well, basically every one, right? Correct. Yes, it's on every night at, uh, at midnight, Monday through Friday. Excellent. Pete, we always appreciate the time, sir. Again, folks, go to the PeteCalendarShow.com. You can get signed up for the podcast. There's merchandise there, uh, and there's pictures of Pete. I also, and remember, I've got the, uh, I've got the aprons, the Cal Cunningham type aprons, in case you want that without the Cal Cunningham <laughs> logo on it. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. I don't know what more you could possibly ask for. Pete, we appreciate the time, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. You too, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, brother. 43 degrees, 849. Let's get a check on the Weather Channel forecast and look at your...